Shalom Aleichem everyone. So the first recording I did this morning didn't come out. So it gives me an opportunity to do a Chazara on the Blat, on Dafkuv Gimel. So I'm going to do this again. And I hope everyone can enjoy the Shir today. Zak the Gemara. We're at the bottom of Dafkuv Beis, Amid Beis. He asks them a question. And this is the same thing that the Gemara was discussing before regarding Mesates, which is a person that's chiseling out the stones to prepare them for building. Rav said that this is the Malacha of Baina, and Shmuel says this is the Malacha of Makebepatish. So he asked this question from Rav Yechinen Mesates, Chiseling out these stones, what is he Chayev for? Rabbi Yechanan showed him the motions with his hands. He showed him the motions like a hammer into his palm that he's higher for Makebepatish and not for Baina, like Shmuel's opinion. We look at the Lashon of the Mishnah at the beginning of this Patek here. It says, The one that chisels out these stones. And then afterwards it says, And Makebepatish, which means that it's two different things. Mesatis is not Makabipatish. Answers the Gemara, Amen. The way you have to read the Mishnah is Hamasatis ha Makabipatish. First, the Mishnah tells you the example of what we're speaking about, a person that is chiseling out these stones, and then the Mishnah tells you, and the Mesatis is Chayev for Makabipatish. Toshama, bring a ayah from the next case in the Mishnah regarding this argument that Rav and Shmuel had before, whether it's Baina or Makabipatish. So it said in the Mishnah, kol shuhu, person that's drilling a hole, even if he only drilled a kol shuhu. So Rashi here explains, it doesn't say in the Mishnah that he's making a hole. That would be noikiv, when you make a hole. Drilling is when you drill a hole to fill it with something, to fill it with a nail, to fill it with a screw. So what did it say in the Mishnah? You just drill the hole, yechayiv. Yechayiv right away. Asks the Gemara, according to Rav, you understand why it'd be chayiv right away. Mechzi keman dechor this looks like a person, what is he doing? He's drilling this hole in order to be able to build, to put in a nail there. So that itself is part of the process of the building and therefore it's chayef for the malacha of Baina. Shmuel, but according to Shmuel, <coughs> that says, simply drilling a hole is not part of Baina, as we saw before the argument regarding making a hole in a chicken coop. So Rav says making the hole is Baina, and Shmuel said it's not. So over here as well, drilling the hole is not baina. So what is it? You'll only be chayev for makibapatish for the, fly, the final blow, but it's not. El Shmuel, Drilling the hole before you put in a screw inside, why would you be chayev for that? You haven't completed anything yet. Answers the Gemara, what are we talking about over here? The Bazei Beramtze de Parzala, that he pierced the hole with an iron nail. And he left it inside, and he left the nail inside. So drilling the hole with this iron nail and leaving it inside, that's the completion of the malacha. It could now be used for hanging things in it. The next case, it said in the Mishnah, it said, that the klal is, you do a malacha and the malacha endures, you're for this malacha on Shabbos. What is this klal coming to add? What's the Chiddush of this klal? Answers the Gemara, La Suye, it comes to add the following case. Dochak kapiza bekabo. You have a big block of wood, and you could carve it out and create a cavity inside to be used as a keli, as a vessel. So it has a certain measurement of how much could be carved out in it. How much could it be carved out? A kav, the measurement of a kav. So this person carved it out on Shabbos, but instead of carving it out to its full amount of a kav, he only carved it out a kapiza which is a smaller amount, it's three quarters of a kav. 
So the missionary is saying, even though he didn't carve it out fully for the full amount that it could be used for, but nevertheless, he did something which is, which is miskayemes, which endures, and it could be used as is, even the smaller amount, and therefore you're for that. The next thing it said in the Mishnah, a person is banging in a nail, but he bangs with his hammer on a, uh, on a, on a, like a platform of uh, something made from metal, and he's banging with his hammer on it, and not even banging on a nail. He's bichayev for that also. The Mishnah says he's chayev because it's mesak in melocha. So the question is, my covet, what is he doing? If he's simply banging on a sheet of metal, what is, what is he accomplishing? Because he's training his hand how to do the work, how to use a hammer. asked a question on this. If so, when a person is just training himself, and that enough, that alone is enough of reason to be chayev. If you're observing a person that's a professional, a, person, a carpenter that's doing his work on Shabbos, in the Gomar, and you learn from him how to do the work, so too you'd be chayev for a malacha on Shabbos, of mesakin malacha, just by observing him and learning it from him? So what's the pshat over here? So therefore, Abai and Rav both say a different pshat, when they had to flatten out the plates, in the Mishkan that were used to gold plate, to crush them, so they had to have very thin plates of gold, so they would bang with a hammer to flatten it out. So when they did that, Eisen came, they would do so. So as Rashi explains, this hammer they used would sometimes get, uh, get a little bit broken, and they had to make sure that it was a good hammer, that it won't break this uh, plate that they're using, it won't pierce or break this plate that they're going to be using for the crushing. So therefore, every once in a while, they have to bang with this hammer on another surface to smooth it out. So therefore, when you're smoothing out your hammer, that's also the malacha. That's what the mission was talking about over here. When you bang with your cornus, with your hammer on a sadden to smooth out your hammer. Tanya this is exactly the way it says in the B'raiser, you bang with your hammer on a metal platform, during your malacha, you'd be chayev as well. This is the way it was done in the Mishkan, when they were preparing the gold plates for the Krashim. So we begin a new Mishnah, the Malacha of plowing. What is the shear of the Malacha of plowing? It's a kolshu, whatever it is, even the smallest amount. Hamenachesh, pulling out the weeds to improve the soil. It's also Hamakarsen. Or if you have dead branches of a tree and you pull them off, you're pruning the tree for it to grow better. Or you have young shoots that are growing out and there are too many growing at once and you want to pull out some so it should grow better. All of these cases, you have kolshu, even a, a tiny drop, chayev. Even a kol shuhu, <coughs> sorry, you'd be chayv. Hamalakit eitzim, a person that's collecting wood, im l'sakein, if he's cutting the wood from the tree in order to improve the tree, that it should grow better, kol then it's a kol as we said. Im l'hesik, if he's collecting the wood from the tree, k'day l'vashol, to cook with it, to use it for firewood, so then it's k'day l'vashol beit z'kala, im l'hesik that is, again, im l'hesik, if it's for firewood, k'day l'vashol beit z'kala, to cook a light egg, which we had before in the Gemara, and this refers to cooking a chicken egg. Malaket asavim, a person that collects grass, im l'sakein, if it's to improve the soil, kol even a tiny drop of grass, im l'behemeh, if you're collecting the grass to feed an animal, kemuloi piagdi, the mouthful of a goat. 
So the Gemara starts with the first case in the Mishnah where it spoke about Chaydish, where a person is plowing, and it said in the Mishnah that even a Kol Shuhu you'd be Chayyim for. Asks the Gemara, Lamai Chazi, if it's just a Kol Shuhu, what is it worth for? What does it accomplish? Answers the Gemara, Chazi Lebizre de Kara. It could be used, that little culture that you plowed, you can plant over there one seed of a pumpkin. The Chvasagavi Mishkan, and this was done similarly in the Mishkan, Shekein Royal Kelach Echad Shosamonim. They needed to plant the seeds for the herbs that they used for the dye in the Mishkan, so they can plow just one place to plant one seed for the herbs that they were using, and that, that's, why, that was, that's a significant action that they did in the Mishkan, which is a Malacha. The next thing it said in the Mishnah, Menachesh, Ramakarsin, Vamizarid, somebody that's putting, pulling out the weeds. Or he's pulling out dead branches, or he's pulling out from the young shoots that it should grow better. we learned in a person that plucks endives, and he pulls out the young shoots that are growing. If he's doing it for the purpose because he's going to eat this, so then the shear for eating, any malacha that's done for the purpose of eating, the shear is a kegregris, a dry fig size. If, the she- if he's using it to feed an animal, then the size is to feed a mouthful of a goat. In lehesik, if it's for firewood, we said in the Mishnah, to cook a light egg. If he's doing it to improve the soil in the field, then Then whatever it is, even the smallest amount, improves it and you're for that. Let's take a look at this up here. The other cases where the person is intending it for another use, whether for firewood, whether for, for um, eating, for the animal, isn't improving the land automatically by doing this, and therefore you should be chayv even if it's a kolshu because the land is becoming improved, and he's doing that malacha. both answered. It's talking about a person that's doing this in a swamp that does not need to be improved. It's not being used in any way. It's that it doesn't have to be improved at all. So that's, that's, that's totally insignificant. Abai Omar, Abai answers, We could say that this Brais is talking about a person that's doing this in a field that could use the improvement. The Lavagam, it's not a swamp. The Kogoin, the Lekamachave. In the earlier cases here, when the person is doing it for firewood, or he's doing it to eat, so he's not having kavana to improve the field. If it's not what his kavana is, that he's trying to improve the soil, so then you're not chayiv without having kavana. This is the opinion of Rab Shimon that we had so many times, that when you do a malacha and you don't have kavana, you're not chayiv. Rab Shimon would be made in a case where even without your kavana, the malacha is inevitable to happen. You did an action and it's, by, it's going to do the malacha. Over here, when the person plucks these endives, he pulls out these uh, from, from grass or whatever, or the young shoots that are growing, it's going to improve the soil of the field. So it's inevitable. Like, that's the concept of psikresha. So why don't we apply that over here? What he's doing over here is he's pulling out these things in the ground of his friend, in his friend's fields. And that's something that he couldn't care less for. As Rashi says, that's something he couldn't care less for. And therefore, even in a case of Sikresha, he'll still be Potter. In fact, Tasis over here brings the Aruch, and this is a famous Aruch that Tasis brings a few times 
that that says that according to Rab Shimon, that usually says psikresha is going to be aser, but in the case of psikresha deloy michale, he doesn't care for it, or maybe he doesn't even want it. In such a case, it'll actually be totally mutter to do. So in this case, where he's doing it in his friend's field and he couldn't care less for this, or he doesn't even want it, doesn't want to improve the soil, then the psikresha is not a problem. Moving on to the Malacha of Kaisif. So the minimum amount, as we learned before, is to write two letters. A person writes two letters, whether with his right hand, whether with his left hand. Whether he's writing twice the same letter of the Aleph Beis, or whether he's writing two different letters from the Aleph Beis. Whether he's writing from two different inks, two different colors, red and black. Writing in any language, English letters, ABC or Hebrew letters, Chayef, you're going to be Chayef writing these two letters. Rabbi Yaisi says, The whole Chayef over here of the Melacha of Kaisif for writing two letters was not Elomishom Roshim. It's only for the fact that he's making markings. This is exactly what they did in the Mishkan. They put markings on the Kroshim, laid the Ezeb and Zugai, to know exactly what's the pier when they dismantle the Mishkan. And then they want to put back up the Mishkan to see where that Keresh was and to pier it with the place where it was before. They made markings. So the Malacha that Yechai for is for the markings, not, for, not only for writing letters. We find when a person writes a small name from a bigger name that he intended to write. Shame Mishimin, a person writes only the two letters of shame, even though he intended to write the full name of Shimin or Mishmuel, he intended to write the full name of Shmuel. Noyach Minocher, Don Midanil, God Migadil. In these cases, Rabbi Yudah says, even though he intended to write the full word, but if you wrote one part of this word, which is also a full name, like shame or Noyach or Don or God, you'd be high for that. So, going back to the first part of the Mishnah where it said, whether you write with your right hand, whether you write with your left hand, Yechayev, Bish, Min writing with your right hand, Yechayev, because Mishum the Derech Sivibakach. It's the Derech of a person to write with his right hand. Ela Smoil, if you're writing with your left, left hand, Amai, why would you be Chayev? Ho'ein Derech Sivibakach. It's not the Derech to write with your left hand. So you're doing a Malacha Shalekadarka, why would you be Chayev? We had before, if a person is carrying out on Shabbos, with his right hand or his left hand is chayiv because it comes to carrying, it is the derech of a person to carry with both his right or left hand. But when it comes to writing, a person only writes with one hand, the right hand, if he's a right-handed person. So why does the Mishnah say, Bein bimim, bein bismaylai? Answers the Gemara, Omer Yirmiyeh, When it says that he's writing with a left hand, we're talking about a person here that's left-handed. Frek the Gemara, wait a minute. If this Mishnah is talking about a person that's left-handed, if so, his left hand is the stronger hand, like everybody's right hand. If so, for the left hand, you should be chayiv. And for the right hand, writing with the right hand, you should not be chayiv. So still, how could the Mishnah say that he's chayiv for both with the left hand and the right hand? So by answer, the Mishnah is speaking about an individual that writes well with both of his hands. So therefore the mission is saying in such a case is chayev, whether it's with the right hand or whether it's with the left hand. He says another pshat. Even the reisha of the Mishnah is also Rabbi Yaisi. The Oma that Rabbi Yaisi said later on in the Mishnah that You're not chayev just for writing the letters, you're chayev just for making the markings. That itself would be chayev for. And markings you can make with your right hand, with your left hand, you don't need your right hand for that. 
If in the Sefer, it's Rabbi Yaisi, it says there, Rabbi Omar Rabbi Yaisi, Reisha Lav Rabbi Yaisi, so then we know that the Reisha is not Rabbi Yaisi. Answers the Gemara, no, that's not the case. Kula Rabbi Yaisi, here the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi, even though it begins speaking without quoting him by name, and it only brings his name later, but really the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi speaking. We learned next in the, in, the, in the next part of the Mishnah, Amr Rabbi Yehuda Matsinu, Rabbi Yehuda says, you intended to write a full name of Shmuel or Shimon, and you only wrote two of the letters, you'd be chayyeh for that. So the Gemara is going to discuss here Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. El, Rabbi Yehuda, so now the example Rabbi Yehuda is giving is, Shtei Oisius, Vehen Shnei Shemis. An example of a person that wrote two letters, two different letters of the Aleph Beis, then he would be chayev if he intended to write Shmuel and he ended up writing Shem, which are two different letters, then he would be chayev. But if he ends up writing two letters and it's the two of the same letters, even though it makes up a full word, and Rashi here gives examples of two letters that make up a full word, Sheish, Teis, Chach, and so on, and they come from a bigger word, Sheish from Sheishach, Teis from, t- from t- 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 Titnan, so on. So you have examples where a person writes the same two letters and they come from a larger word. In such a case, it seems like Rabbi Yehuda would say, You would not be chayev. But Fatanya, we learned in a b'raise, and here the Gemara is going to bring a long b'raise. And in this b'raise, we will see Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that he holds, even if you wrote two of the same letters from a larger word, you would be chayev. Raisa says as follows, The Torah, when it speaks about the carbon chattas, it says, and he did one of these avedis. So, I would think that Achas means you have to do the full one Aveda. If you intended to write a full name, you have to have written the full name. If you intend to weave an entire garment, it's only once you weave the entire garment. If you're making a sieve, it's only if you made the entire sieve, not if you made one part of it. So therefore the Torah adds a mem to the word Achas, from this one Malacha that you intended to do. Which means you don't have to do it fully. Only even if only you did a part of it, you're chayev already. Now, if so, since it says even if you only did a part of it, you're chayev. I would think even if you only wrote just one letter, you wove only one thread. You only made one row, one part of the sieve. You would be chayev as well. Talmud loyma achas. Therefore, the Torah wrote the word achas, even though it says the men, but it says achas, meaning that it has to be a significant part of this one malacha. What's the example for this? So the Tanakhama says, Ha Ketzad, what's the case? And Chayev, Achayichtev, Shem Kotten, Mishem Godel. That there's a smaller name that's coming from a larger name, which is Shem, Mishimin, Mishmul, Noyech, Minochet, Don, Midanil, God, Migadil. This was the example that Rabbi Yehuda said in our Mishnah. And here, the Tanakhama is the one that's saying this example that you learn from Meyachas that it has to be something full, like the word Shem, but it doesn't have to be the entire uh, uh, name that you intended to write, like Shimon or Shmuel, and you'd be even for part of it. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, here Rabbi Yehuda argues and says, I feel like cost of even if you only wrote two letters, even if they are two of the same letters of the Aleph base, Chayev, you'd also be Chayev, and you wrote only these two letters from a larger word that you intended to write, as Rashi brings over here, all the words, the larger words that you intended to write, still you'd be chayv. So here we see Rabbi Yehuda says, even if you write two of the same letters of the Aleph base from a larger word, you still would be chayv. But the Gemara, before it returns to the stir of Rabbi Yehuda, it brings the rest of the b'raisa.
says, Are you chayev for writing the letters? You're chayev for making the markings. It was done in the Mishkan. They made the markings on the Kroshim to know what's the pier, where they put up the Kroshim. Therefore, that it if you make two scratchings on two different um, beams of two different crushes in the Mishkan, or two different boards or wood, pieces of wood, you make two markings on the same board of wood, just for the scratches, because that is a marking like it was done in the Mishkan. Another opinion brought in the Braiser, Rab Shimon says, He brings the same drosh as the Tanakama. That it says in the Torah, he did one malach, I would think you only chayv if you wrote the entire name you intended to write, the entire garment you intended to weave, or the entire sieve you intended to make. So the Torah wrote, meant to say, even only part of it you would be chayv for it. Not what the Torah says, only part of it. I would think only if you wrote one letter. One thread. Only one row of the sieve that you're making. I would think you'd be chayiv, tamad loimar, achas. So the Torah writes achas, that it has to be something significant, a complete thing. Okay, tzad, what does this include? What does this mean? Yechayiv, if you do a melacha that could endure. Okay, so, but the, the, Rabbi Shimon doesn't exactly spell out what he's talking about, but it seems to be very similar to what the Tanakhama says, and the Gemara will soon ask this question. Now the Braise continues and quotes another thing that Rabbi Yaisi said, and this is something we had already before in the Gemara a few times, that it says in the Torah, that he did one malacha, but it actually says over there in the Pasuk, the word meyachas meheino, then it says heino. So we dash in the word asa to go on the word heino as well. Heino means them, plural, which means as follows, pa'amim shechayev achas, Al-Kulon, sometimes you have one carbon chatos for all the malachas you did, and sometimes you'll be chayev separately for each one of the shgagas. If each one of the malachas that you did, you'll be chayev for each one of them separately. This is the conclusion of the Braisa. So now the Gemara comes back to the contradiction of Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Either way, what we see over here, Rabbi Yehuda, that if you wrote two letters from a larger word, and even if they're from the two same letters of the Aleph base, you'd be chayiv. And in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yudah gave the example of a person that wrote Shem, Mishmuel, Noyach, Minocher, that are two different letters from the Aleph base. And says the Gemara, Loikashia. It's not a contradiction. Hodidei, our Mishnah, Rabbi Yudah is stating his own opinion. Ho the Rabbi. In the Braise, Rabbi Yudah is repeating the opinion of his teacher. Tanya, we learned in another Braise, Rabbi Yudah, I'm Mishum Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rabbi Gamliel, if you wrote two letters from a larger word, even if it's the same letter of the olive base, you would be chayiv even for that. As the, as the examples that were brought in the previous b'raisa, so we clearly see over here that this he said in the name of Rav Gamliel. Now the Gemara comes back to explaining Rav Shimon. 
Shimon that was quoted in the Braisa seems to be very similar to the Tanakama. He's using the same Pasik, the Achas, and the Mem of the Achas. He seems to be saying something very similar to the Tanakama. The fact the Gemara of Shimon and Tanakama isn't he saying the same thing as the Tanakama? So now the Gemara first suggests to say maybe the difference is Aleph, Aleph, the Aazarcha. There's a Pasik in Nach that uses this word, Aazarcha, and it begins with these two letters of Aleph, Aleph. So according to the Tanakama, it could be This would be the difference. The Tanakama Sava, the Tanakama holds Aleph Aleph the Aazorcha Lemchaiv. If you intended to write the full word of Aazorcha and you only ended up writing the two letters of Aleph, you're not going to be Chaiv because the two letters of Aleph don't make up a word. So for that, you won't be Chaiv. As the Tanakama brings the examples, only shame from Shimon, God, Migadil, and so on, but not for Aleph Aleph. Rab Shimon Sovar, Rab Shimon that says that it has to be a Dover Hamaskayim, what does Rab Shimon hold? Rab Shimon is more stringent. Because, and Rab Shimon says, Rab Shimon Sovar, Kivin, the Isei, Begalturi, Ba'alma, since these two letters of Aleph Aleph are used in all kinds of writings, it's used in amulets, as Rashi says, it could be used in other writings, it says in some places that it could be used, Aleph Aleph could be an abbreviation for Amen Amen. So the Aleph Aleph is also something which has a Kiyom, it shows something, so Chayef. That's Rab Shimon's Chumre that you would be Chayef. Frek, the Gemara, so the Gemara asks on this Pshat, Lememre, the Rab Shimon the Chumre. Shall we say the Pshat on this Braise is that in a case where a person intended to do a full Molochah and he only did part, Rab Shimon is more Machmer even than the Tanakhama? That can't be the case because Vatanya, we learned in another Braise that discusses this subject, the similar subject, Hakideyach Kol Shuhu, a person that drills a part of a hole that he's drilling, Chayiv, the Tanakami here says, he'd be Chayiv. Hamegar Kolshu, if you're smoothing out a surface and you only did part of it, or Hamaabit Kolshuhu, and you did the same thing with tanning, you only did a Kolshuhu, and Atzar Bekeli Tsura Kolshuhu. Or if you were um, making the forms and the shapes of a Kali, designing an Akeli, even a Kolshu, you'd be Chayiv for that, even if you didn't finish the full thing that you intended to do. Shimon Aymer. Then Rab Shimon says, no, Achi Kadech is Kulay. If he intended to, to drill a hole, not, he's not Chayv until he completes the full Malacha that he intended to do. Achi Yigre is Kulay until he scrapes out and smooths out the entire thing that he intended to do. Achi Abed is Kulay and he's not Chayv for tanning the hide of the animal until he finishes the complete Malacha that he intended to do. Achi Yatsu Kulay until he finishes designing the full design of the Kali that he intended to do. So what do we clearly see over here? Rab Shimon is the one that's more lenient. Rab Shimon says if you intended to do a malachi, you only have if you completed the whole thing. So we can't say that in the Braise before, Rab Shimon is more machmer than the Tanakhama and says that even if you only wrote two of the same letters, Aleph, Aleph, that don't even make up a regular word, that you'd be chayef for that. Allah, so therefore the Gemara reverses this. We have to say Rab Shimon was more machmer. Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon in the Braise before is teaching us as follows. Whatever name you intended to write, you won't be chayv until you actually wrote that entire name. How could you say this? How could you say such a thing? But in the Braise, it's clearly saying that Rab Shimon says, like the Tanakh, like the Tanakh. That because it says meyachas with the added men, so Rab Shimon is saying you only you even chayv if you only wrote part of the name that you intended to write. So how could we say that Ab Shimon says that you had to have written the entire name of Shimon or Shmuel, for example, to be Chayev? Answers the Gemara, Tritz, you have to answer and explain the words of the Braise as follows. 
Over here, there's a person that intended to do a, to write a full pasik, not just a full word. He intended to write a full pasik. And I would think, since Rav Shimon, as we saw before, holds by the drilling or the other cases, that you have to do the full malacha that you intended to do. So when you intended to write a full pasik, maybe over here I would say you only chayev if you wrote a full pasik. The Torah says with the added mem to teach me that even if you wrote only one full word, you chayef for that one word itself. So that's the leniency of Rab Shimon over the Tanakhama. That Rab Shimon holds that you only chayev when you wrote the full word, but not the full pasik. The Tanakhama holds that you even chayev if you wrote shem mishimin and so on, which is only a smaller part of a larger word. That's the difference between the Tanakhama and Rab Shimon. Now the Gemara will explain the last part of the Braise where it, it brought another statement from Rabbi Yaisi. Sometimes you chayev for one uh, once that is for many malachas you did. And other times you'd be chayev for every malachas separately that you did. So what's the pshat over here in this drasha of Rabbi Yaisi? So the Gemara is going to explain that really there's a few drashas here. From these two words of meyachas and meyheina, there's a few drashas that we darshan. Om Rabbi Yaisi barachanina, my time with Rabbi Yaisi. What's the pshat and what Rabbi Yaisi said? Achas, the Torah could have written the word achas, that you did one malacha, and instead it writes meyachas. Heina, it, the Torah could have written the word heina, and instead of that it writes meyheina. Okay, so we darshan as follows. Let's start with the word achas. Achas, shihi, so, and then, before we get to the actual drushes, but he, he first explains what else we're going to be darshaning over here. And then we darshan the combination of these two words, the fact that it says it together. So we darshan achas, shihi, heina. Sometimes one will turn into many, and veheina, shihi, achas. And sometimes many will be one. And now we begin to darshan. Achas, what have you learned out from this that the Torah says that he did one malacha? Shimon. You'd be chayv if you intended to write Shimon. You're only chayv if you wrote the whole word Shimon. Now it says meyachas, it adds a mem from what you intended to do. Shame is Shimon. From here we learn out that you chayv even if you only wrote part of what you intended to write. Now, the word heina. When the Torah writes heina, you did from them. Who are these plural things it's referring to? Ovis. There are 39 Ovis malachas. Then it says meyheina. What comes from these Ovis? Tildes. They are the branches, the tildes, the offsprings that come from the Ovis. Anything that's similar to the Av is also Asr and Shabbos. Now, we will dash in the combination of the two words, Achas and Heina, and Heina and Achas. Achas, Shehi Heina, you do uh, a malachem and you end up being Chayef uh, many times. Zodn Shabbos, Veshigigas Malachis. That's in a case if a person knows that it's Shabbos, but he was a Shagig on the Malachis. So in such a case, a person will be chayiv heina. He'll be chayiv many, many times because the shgaga was the malachas. It's a separate shaygik for each malacha that he forgot. Heina shehi achas. Many that you're only chayiv one carbon chatas for that. That's shigiga shabbos v'zadn malachas. When the person knows these malachas are awesome, but he doesn't know that it's shabbos today. His shgaga is one shgaga that he forgot that it's shabbos, and therefore even for many malachas, he'll be chayiv only once.